first let me call my captain and let him know what's going on around here, and I, we'll talk in a second. Oh. G14, I love when the G14 be coming around. Hello? Uh, who's this? Hello? Am I speaking with FBI? Give me the phone. The FBI? Yeah, this is the FBI. Carter. You are FBI? Yeah, this is the FBI. If you want the girl back alive, listen and do not talk. Okay, I'm listening. Let me get a pen. All right, cool. The drop will be made tonight, 11 p.m. The amount will be $50 million. $50 million? Who do you think you kidnapped Chelsea Clinton? Keep him talking. In used currency, nothing bigger than 50. All right, right, all right, cool, cool, cool. 50 million dollars, no problem, no problem. I want 20 million in 50. 20 million in 50. 20 million in 20. 20 million in 20s. And 10 million in 10. And 10 million in 10s. You want any fives with that? Well, all right. I hope you all enjoy that little clip from Chris Tucker in Rush Hour it's one of many of uh, fave scenes in that movie that was when Chris was really in his in his bag man in his bag so what's happening y'all what's happening my niggas and niggas this is another Another episode of Josen with CC, and I am your host, CC. It is nine thirty, nine thirty nighttime Sunday here. Um, it, I'm, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. It took a lot out of me to do this this week. This weekend flew by like. Four bitches in a Nissan Altima. I mean, flew by fast. It didn't even feel like the weekend. Um, it, it's a few things that I didn't get a chance to do. But I, I lived to, to fight another day. And here we are. And I figure if, if I don't do it tonight, it's not going to get done. I've already missed out on last week. Cause I, I, you know, I wanted to do it last week, which, you know, this is what I hate about, um, not being consistent. You know, I try my hardest to be consistent, especially, you know, especially with the podcast, because I am starting to look at the numbers now. And, and I see that when I'm consistent with putting out, um, a new episode weekly, and maybe or, or or and or every other weekend, my numbers are are good numbers, and I don't want to go too long where I lose, you know, I lose the ears. So, and also is you know when you go damn near two three weeks without recording, when you finally do record, you have so much shit to talk about, which in turns mean there is a longer episode. And like y'all know, I try to keep the podcast at least an hour and 30 you know i've got i got a couple shows that are at two hours but um you know my goal is to if i can keep you niggas entertained just me by myself for hour and 30 then we 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 good money so um first and foremost i'm not even gonna play around with it how are y'all doing Y'all doing good, doing great, could be better, you know, 
this this I put I had to put this this week in a bag of rice. You know, let let me know something. Let me know something. Um how am I doing? I, I think I kinda already alluded to it for as the weekend is concerned. But I'm all right. You know, I, I am exhausted. I'm not I'm not even gonna hold you. I am fucking exhausted and it's probably gonna sound like it in this in this pod. Um <laughs> you know, but it was productive uh nonetheless and nonetheless and I'm I'm ready for this week so the weekend can come again and I can actually relax and not do shit because <laughs> um, this weekend I, I had to put in a bag of rice now that I think about it so I'm gonna get my phone with all of the things that I jotted down um from going back to last weekend um because, you know, it was it was so much, you know, it was a good bit of things that happened last weekend, last week and weekend. First, want to shout out um, last week, Saturday, there was an event. Shout out to my, my homegirl, Stevie Elam. She is a co-founder of this nonprofit organization called um, Black Brilliance or BNOLA. Um and it's a it's an organization that that focuses on black educators in a city um just you know helping them with resources and um shedding light on on our black educators down here you know especially down here but re- really really in in the country um but every year every year in the month of august um, and I think she's been doing it for the past, I want to say three years now, maybe a little longer. Um, but we, I'm going to just say three. When I talk to her, I'll get a correction if, if need be. But um, every year she's, she's put on this, this event um, in a historical area of the city where you know black educators come together there's panel speaking um there's food vendors um different type of vendors you know who small black businesses um you know it's it's, it's a black party they they block off you know uh, a block or two of bayou road you know so you can patronize the black businesses as well and uh, I believe this, not even I believe, I know this year they highlighted she's not an educator. I mean, yeah, she is, not that I think about it. Um, But my homegirl, my homes of homegirls, Ashley Lorraine, um, awesome photographer we have here in New Orleans, a black woman photographer who I've watched with my own eyes, like grow into this like just perfect her craft you know sticking to her guns and killing everything that she does um so they highlighted her with with a, with a few other folks second line shorty and um a few other like educators and things like that uh, i i didn't go i believe i had to work that day 
that even though I'm not an educator, it was, it was free and open to the public. And now, and, and that's a really dope thing because even if you're not an educator in the school system, it's free and open to the public. All you have to do is just register online. Um, so you can get locked in and just experience everything. Um, you know, but it was one of the things I, I just, I just wasn't able to make it because of the fucking circus. So, you know, um, I'm going to put the link to the, uh, Black Brilliance B Nola site in the description. Uh, please do your due diligence on clicking that and reading all about them. You know their story. You know if you want to uh, contribute, because again, this is a nonprofit organization. Um, you know if you want to sign up for something, anything, please do your due diligence. Do your due diligence a little and, and clicking that link. Shout out once again, shout out to it's, it's two women to be exact. I, I, I'm not, I'm not sure what the other young lady's name is, but I know that one of the co-founders is a good friend of mine, Stevie Lime, who is an advocate for black women you know, black educator. She was a black educator herself. You know, she has a, a brand herself called, uh, um, black women are for grownups you know she's hot shit she is hot shit she is the it bitch um <laughs> she might say otherwise but she know the vibes over here she know the vibes so i just i wanted to start that off on a on a high note give them all of the the props the credit the flowers at least the ones that i have that i could give that i could give them um and that was that was this past that was this that was last weekend also saturday night um, you know, cause Saturday night is, is a whole different thing. Ascendance, um, Ascendance kicked off their six year anniversary. And they also took a, I want to say they, they took like a good month. Um, you know, may, maybe a month, you know, month off from doing their monthly parties, you know, just to rest and reset and, you know, do some damage control as far as the event is concerned and they they came came back out guns guns blazing um they had Tedra Moses as as a one of the performers which is pretty damn big you know I know I've talked about Tedra I ran it and raved about Tedra a few shows ago she is a legend down here um she has a really good like really good and big fan base just all over you know um so they were able to, to get her to do Ascendance. It was a short set, but nonetheless, just her presence. Like, I mean, she's a queen. She's a queen. She looked great. Sounded great. You know what I'm saying? She had, she had the thighs out. Yeah, you know I mean, drinking the hand. Crooning. <laughs> you know, and of course, my guy. My ace boom coon, my main Apple Scrabble Rockaway was the DJ um, behind her. So that that's that that is what even made it more special. So, you know, I, I had to, you know, make make an appearance for that. I didn't stay long because just like this past weekend, last weekend, a bitch was tired. Um, so I stayed for maybe like 20, 30 minutes. They had a little um, they had set the flow, which is a, another two man group that we have down here a dj and a um i don't know i don't uh a mc but not like a rapping mc but more of just a um microphone controller if you will 
Lil Joe to see the DJ and chill, which is his, you know, hype man. And they, um, they did their thing as well as a, as a guest DJ for Ascendance. Um, so it was dope. It was dope. Um, so shout out to Ascendance for kicking off their six year anniversary. Let me, let, you know what? Let me expound a little bit on Ascendance. Not too much. Um, because that, that, that is, that's, that's my people's, um, Shout out to them because niggas always won't make it bad for for other niggas. Now, Ascendance, and I think I may have explained what Ascendance is a few shows ago, but Ascendance is a uh, Zodiac-themed dance party monthly, um, and it's, it's, it's curated around, it's um, catered to the lgbtq community um yes there you know in 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 our world yes cishet women and men are invited um but the 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 majority of the demographic is your lgbtq community the past year the past year um, you know how you have a, you know how you have a, a running event and it kind of like gets out of hand a little bit, you know, at first it's, it's organic, you know, it's small, it's intimate, it's dope, you know, and then word of mouth gets out, you know, uh, now social media comes into play and, you know, uh, it's, it's more, a, it's more of a production and when it's like that, the doors are open for not just your demographic. You know, it's open to any and everybody now. Um, and the the damage control, it's it's slacked, you know, a little bit. So um, the past year or so, ascendance has become more and more. What's the word that I can use? <laughs> It's just been too many niggas. <laughs> it's just been too many niggas that, that didn't need to be in there. You know, when I say niggas, I, I really mean a lot more cishet men, you know, young guys come in there. You know, they hear this is a party where all of the girls at, all the bitches, all the hoes is at. Not realizing that this space is, is a sacred space. It's catered to a certain type of demographic. They just only come in here to watch be creeps. Um, you know, Ascendants, the, the, the crew of Ascendants, they are big on consent. They, they'll stop the music in a heartbeat. You know, they have house rules, you know, which I, I honestly think, you know, all events like that, monthlies and even weekly events like that, where there's a DJ and, and things of that nature should have some type of house rules, um, some some type of reinforcement. So they have house rules, you know, ask someone if you can touch them, you know, ask someone if you can dance with them, you know, and things like that. Um, but again, when the doors are open for the niggas who just looking for a vibe. They consent is like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that to them? You know, so, um, and it, and it kind of sucks for everybody else because it's like now shit got to change, you know? Um, so they, they, they did a really good job at, um, 
being firm on the house rules, adding more rules to the house rules. Um, it's not a change to where, you know, if you're a especially the men, it's more targeted to the cishet men because they've been the ones to get a little loose, you know. So if you're a cishet man, you got to you got to be um, accompanied by a uh, woman or, you know, someone that's a part of the the lgbtq community if you're just coming in there with you and your niggas y'all not getting it point blank period yeah you got yeah you got money to get in so what you know what i'm saying they bumped the price <laughs> to get in now is no longer 10 15 it's 20 you know what i'm saying so this particular ascendance that i was at even though i was only there for a short period of time um it was different, you know, for the aesthetic, you know, who was in there, but it, it, it was different in a way where it looked like what it used to be, which was, you know, niggas in there, you know, part of the LGBTQ community, you know what I'm saying? Niggas just looking the Vogue and vibe, <laughs> you know, and it wasn't no crazy. It wasn't no fashion show because it started to get a little bit like that. You know, a lot of the, the baddies, you know, the, the cishet young women you know they're just looking at going in there because you know there's the dj they can shake their ass you know kind of for all the wrong reasons themselves you know it wasn't too much of that um i used to say ascendance is for the weirdos ascendance saturday night this uh last week saturday the weirdos was in there but it was a good time um so shout out to ascendance man um <laughs> shout out to fucking descendants what else i got um again i'm reading off of my phone i'm trying to tap into the shit that was last weekend so i can go into this weekend there's just so much stuff and i'm I'm gonna try to go as fast as i can so i won't have to do a, a two hour and 30 minute podcast and i can at least do at least give you 145 so um sports gonna get into sports right quick jimmy graham um he was arrested last week jimmy graham for, if, for all you folks who are not privy to who that is he is a football player um he just signed with this he re-signed with the saints jimmy graham he he was a part of that team i believe he was part of the saints team a few years back that won a super bowl with drew Brees. he is a tight end um and you know contract stuff you know he, he he got too much he 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 wanted too much um so they traded him and everything so throughout the years he's bounced from team to team to team this year he just resigned with the saints he's an older man now and when i say older i mean like 40s but i think jimmy graham gotta be like mid 30s that's old in the nfl um but he was arrested last week he was in la um i had like details somewhere but them shits i don't know where the fuck they was at but apparently he was on uh like medication and because uh, he had some problems had some medical issues and things like that and he got into something and and, and they arrested him this is literally right before the preseason pre started um and i talk and i'm talking about this because it's like I was just talking to my manager about it. And I was like, hey, man, you seen Jimmy Graham got re-signed? He was like, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. He's old. He's not going to be able to do anything on the team. And whoop -dee -whoop -dee -whoop. And I was like, yeah, man, I feel you. Literally a day after, <laughs> Jimmy Graham is a resident in California. <laughs> I was like, God damn. 
he really ain't gonna do nothing um <laughs> shout out to the face just giving niggas money just just giving niggas money you know um trey turner he he signed nasa hometown kid i've been following him on social media for a few years I, i've even met him in person um i was working at best buy some years ago and he's he's from here so i helped him i helped him with some with some light bulbs <laughs> with some energy saving light bulbs uh one night at, at best buy and it was so crazy because at that time i was dating his cousin this is when i was fucking with men um and i was like you know, like yo um but yeah that that's a little he yeah moment um but yeah he s- signed uh to the saints and i think it was like the first few practices he injured himself literally a season ending in injury um i believe he tore his acl if i'm not mistaken I'm going to get to detail on that, but now that kind of sucks because Trey Turner is a, um, he's a center. I believe he's, he's a position that protects the quarterback. He's, he's on the O-line. Um, and he played, you know, played with Cam Newton, played, played for the Carolina Panthers. That was his first team. That's the team that he got drafted to. And he's, he had been with them for some years. Um, and I believe he had got traded to i want to say the seattle seahawks i could be off on that but i know he got traded after the panthers and then now you know he he made his way to the to the saints i'm like about time y'all should have been got this dude you know what i'm saying being because he's good at he's good at his position at his position um so yeah shout out to the fucking saints man it's just giving money out all willy-nilly to these niggas that ain't even fucking playing next on the sports list shikari shikari bad gal richardson broke the uh record last weekend let me pull up ig because i i believe i may have saved this post um i mean the 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 USA team been kicking ass, man, last week and a half, boy, I, I swear. Um, yeah, she uh, she won the um, hundred the women's 100, 100 millimeter final. She broke the record for the fastest woman, for the fastest woman ever to run at the World Championship track meet with a time of 10.65 seconds yikes i mean fucking yikes um shikari has she she's been that bitch but of course you know the the whole marijuana thing and you know just all kinds of things or whatever the world you know made a mockery of her you know turned turned their back on her you know and but she was still keeping the faith still out here training still doing the track meets and things like that still just just kicking ass man so um the right now we're in the trials if i'm not mistaken for the whenever the next olympic uh actual olympics is which i think is pretty close if i'm not mistaken i think it's this year maybe next year um there they are solidifying their spot to compete for the for the gold and shikari is 
is up there. I mean, you talk about watch my dust, bitch. Watch it. And then I just seen a clip. They did the uh, the woman's relay, which that's always exciting to watch. Um, she was the because what the relay is like four four legs, four people. She was the last. She was the last leg. And I mean, homegirl tossed her a baton. Bitch, Shikari was like, skirt, skirt, pew, on you hoes. Love to see it. Love to fucking see it, man. Um, So, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for us as sports last week. Um, Speaking of California with Jimmy Graham. California seen a first quote unquote hurricane. Um, and I gotta speak on it a little bit because uh my my girl is out there, she's in San Diego, so was I worried? No, to be honest. Um but was I concerned? There there is a difference between worried and concerned. I believe there is. Concern is like the low level version of worried. Um, was I concerned? Of course. You know, because a lot of people in California, they don't know what the fuck a hurricane looks like. You know, they know what um, earthquakes and things like that and fires, but hurricanes are that's a southern thing when you really think about it. Um, But ain't shit happened to them. You know, I I kept in contact with my girl for the for the weekend because it really like happened the weekend and they just got some hard rain. And that's pretty much it. I would say prayers out to California, but shit, they backlit. <laughs> they backlit, which which brings me to the subject of checkups, which brings me back, which brings me to the subject of checkups. Now, last week I I went to I went to IG, um, and I guess you can call it a rant. That's what I used to do on IG a lot, and I just stopped. But I used this hashtag uh, a lot last year and even a year before. Check on your strong friends. A lot of people has used that hashtag, but that's a real thing. Check on your strong friends. And and I and I even explained it in the videos. I'm not so much as talking about me. You know, I'm just thinking about, you know, I'm thinking of, of course, my friends, but I'm thinking about the dynamics that they have with other people that we all may know, you know, the, the whole degree of separation thing um, and how it, it mind boggles me how people come to you and look to you for advice and an ear and a shoulder to cry on you know their life is in fucking shambles falling apart motherfuckers is cheating on the motherfuckers is you know what i'm saying they just flat out bombs this is and the third and of course i'm the friend that is here to give you words of encouragement i am here to, to talk you off the ledge um i am the one that is here for you but old bitch when your life get back popping I don't hear from you. You know what I'm saying? And and this and this is not even about like so much the friend, i.e. me, who might need that ear, who might need that advice. It's like, damn, I don't, I don't hear from you. What what if what if I want to hear the good too? I'm the type of friend I want to hear the good and the bad. I want to know what the fuck is going. If you're if 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 I'm your friend in your minds and we tell each other, you know everything to some degree i want to know about 
the good shit. I'm I'm not a hating ass bitch. You know what I'm saying? I know we got people who who have trust issues. They don't want to tell their friends, you know, that they got shit popping or whatever because they're they're in fear of their friends hating on them or trying to, you know, prank on their downfall. I'm not one of those type of bitches. I'm like, man, that's what's up. That's dope. That's probably going to inspire me to go a little harder with my shit, you know, but don't fall off the face of the fucking earth when shit going back up. You know what I'm saying? And it just made me think while I was at my full time job last week and when I was heading to the second job, my part time job, I took to Instagram to talk about that Um, because it rains true. You know, um, it's not it's not just about what if your strong friend needs help. It's about we I know and it's a character thing. Also, it's I, I, I still have to tell myself that about some people I know in my life, you know, people who I deem friends or, you know, even best friends that that I've had a long friend, tenure friendship with that. It's not in their character, you know what I'm saying, to reach back. You know what I'm saying? And it it does suck, but at the same time, I just got to keep it pushing. You know, um, I I got a, you know, I got a homeboy. It's a few few homeboys or whatever, but I got a few, I got a homeboy who is two, two homeboys. One of them, you know, prime example, you know, life was life was life and you know life was fucking putting putting his ass in a blender um and he my my other homeboy was right there you know lifting him up giving him reassurance man checking up on him you good you ate you know we we all were doing that as well but that that guy in particular because they had a longer friendship than everybody else you know he was right there for him and um and then, you know, everything started, you know, to turn around for him, you know, work wise and, you know, uh, relationship ish type shit, you know, is you know, everything was 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 going all right. And some some months had passed and I hit up, you know, one, one, one of the home, you know, the homeboy, the homie. I was like, hey, man, you heard from such and such. He was like, nah, man, I reached out to him a few times. I'm a text him, I called him. I haven't, you know, we, we know how he's doing because he's on social media. You know, he posts some things, you know, he's posts he's went out of town. He's po- he posts that he bought some things, you know, bought some sneakers, you know, that. so we can assume that things are all right. You know, but when the homie was like, yeah, man, I reached out to the man, man, he acting, he acting, acting funny with me. I don't know what's going on. You know, everything going good. And and that's what made me go to Instagram to talk about that. Because it's like, here this man is still reaching out to you, even though things are going good in your life. You won't even, you won't even pay it, pay it back, pay it forward to reach back. To the same guy who checked up on you, you know what I'm saying? Who made sure you was good, made sure you ate, you know what I'm saying? Tried to rally around you, you know what I'm saying? Um, who really just talked you off the ledge, you know, like you 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 go ghost, you know what I'm saying? But it's like when things go left again, the nigga right here to to pick you back up. And that's not fair. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that he not saying that he needs reassurance and things like that. But 
And when you just, just for just the, the low, the low, the low level of communication. You know what I'm saying? Now, what if the homie need a ear? What if he needs a shoulder to cry on? You know, what if he needs someone to talk him off the ledge? Yeah, he got me and he might have somebody else. But what if, just what if he's looking for you to do what you to do what he did for you? Because of y'all's dynamic, y'all's relationship that y'all have. You know what I'm saying? Like, I often think about that. You know, because like relationships, an actual um, intimate relationship that you have with someone, a friendship is a relationship as well. And that is work as well. That's a 50-50, um, that's a 50-50 thing too. You know, I can't give 80 or 90 and you're just giving me 10 now at times at times i'm not even gonna lie at times friendships can get you know um you know one can be doing more than the other you know like life do be life and i'm very well i'm very well aware that people got their own shit i'm very well aware and, and i even had to say it like on on ig this is not me trying to guilt trip anyone by no means this is just me speaking facts now this is where i'm talking about me i know i'm the strong friend i know i am i know i am for a fact i am the strong one in my family you know i'm mentally strong you know i may not be physically strong bitch no i can't bitch press 250 but i'm mentally strong where to the point you know where i'm going through shit you know, I think about it and things like that. And I really keep it pushing. You know, I don't let it weigh down on me. You know, yes, there's been times where I've fell into the dark place. But even then, I had to fight my way back. I didn't really. <sighs> I didn't really have nobody. I didn't really have nobody. Not, you know, not that I think about it. I mean, and this is not to discredit my friendship with. You know, my ace boom coon. But when the strong friend needs help and that other friend needs help as well, we can't, you know what I'm saying? Some Somebody is left to be helpless, you know what I'm saying? And I'm still helping you, you know what I mean? Um, and, and, and literally, I said that and I got dms and calls and text messages like see you good like we're not doing that i'm i'm just talking i'm 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 talking now you know i'm and at that time last week i was great i still am you know i was fucking great it was just uh um reflecting and the the whole homie shit going on that's what made me want to talk about that it didn't really have so much to do with me i just put me in it to for an example um but this is not me to guilt trip. I, I'm very well aware that people go through shit daily, weekly, monthly, you know, by the second. Um, and people's mental capacity is different from mine. You know, I can hold a lot of weight on me for a while before I crack. You know, um, some people can't. Some people can't. You know, would you call them weak? Yes. But at the same time, you know, weak, weak is such a, um, weak is such a, <laughs> I was about to say weak is such a, such a strong word. It is, you know, cause I'm not trying to call a nigga weak, but at the same time, 
you know, they're not as strong. They're not as mentally strong as you are, you know, and you just have to know who you're dealing with, you know, so I don't get on. I don't I don't get on my people as much as someone would say I should because niggas don't hit me up. You know, I am the motherfucker who, you know, every now and then hit a nigga up. Hey, man, I ain't want shit. You know, just hoping all is well. And, and that's pretty much it. If you want to tell me what's going on, fine. If you don't and you reply back, hey, man, you know, everything all good. You know, just work and maintain it. You know, appreciate the check in. Love you. Boom, boom, boom. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. You know, and if you want to give me everything, I'm fine with that as well. I'm the friend that. It's okay to emotionally dump on me. Um, And I'm going to tell you why. Even though dumping is not like, it's not a thing. It's not cool. But I'm the type of motherfucker. It's okay to do it on me because I'm not a, I'm not an empath. I'm not an empath. You know, I have sympathy, you know, but I'm, I don't, I can't relate in that time that you're telling me how you're feeling. I'm not going to. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not, if you're hurting like that, I'm not going to be like, oh, my God. Like, I'm not I'm not going to be hurt like that. I'm sorry. I'm going to sympathize with that. But that's it. You know, I'm going to help you, you know, do my best. Be support. Be a support system. Talk you off the ledge. Get you out of that dark space. You know what I mean? And, you know, we're going to work together and find a resolution, you know, to for you to get better. Other than that. That's all I got, you know, and even the shit that you tell me, I'm not going to, and that's why I say I'm not an empath. I'm not going to take that on with me. I'm not going to be wearing that on me. Like, nah, I appreciate you telling me that, you know what I'm saying? And that's that, bitch. (laughs) You know, that's not being cold hearted. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say it's okay if you emotionally dump on me. Um, I mean, do I have someone that I can emotionally dump on? Yes, I I do. Do I do it? Not often, to be honest, Um, because shit, a lot of shit just don't matter to me. You know, Um, to be honest, I don't care enough to care. You know, I care, but like I don't really be giving I don't really be giving fuck. You know what I'm saying? I might get a little agitated, get a little irritated, might get a little pissed off. But after a while, I'm like, eh. Shit, I it's, it's shit is out of my control. Niggas, niggas gonna do what niggas do at the end of the day. <laughs> you know, niggas gonna nigga. Niggas is gonna nigga, man. Um, I need to I need a sip because the voice is getting a little hoarse. So I'm gonna be right back. <laughs> so yeah, <clears throat> we're back. I had to get a sip. <sighs> Uh, niggas is niggas gonna do what they do. Niggas gonna niggas, man. Nigga, a nigga is gonna nigga. So with all of that being said, um, to end off that topic, check on your strong friends. Um, I even took away the strong. Just check on your friends. You know, if you have a a tribe, you know, because we we have there's different levels of 
friendship you know you're you you have your tribe who are like your brothers and your sisters then you have you know your associates you got the homies from around the way you know you see every once in a while you may see them out and it's still all love daps pounds how everybody doing that so you don't really hang out much per se other than the social spaces and then you have you know motherfuckers who just they're just there you know you you give a nod to and and that's pretty much it you wouldn't tell them shit um but they all right you know um but I'm talking about like your tribe and and even like the homies, you know, from around the way that you've known for some years. Still check on them niggas, you know what I mean? Because you don't want to go off a, a whole length of time and, you know, you're thinking about them. You don't hit them up and then, you know, God forbid something happens to them. Like, man, you know, because that that does happen. You know, n- niggas, niggas get killed, niggas die, whatever, from from something. You know, nigga always say, "Damn, you know." And I just thought about that boy, man. I thought about hitting him up. Why didn't you? You know, I always think about that. So when I think of people, even just for a brief moment, you know, if I don't have their actual contact, I'll send them a DM. Like, hey, man, you know, I ain't want shit. You know, I probably probably haven't seen you on 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 the gram in a minute. You know, hope all is well. You know, I hope you see this, and you know, some someone is thinking of you. It's it's a it's a form of acknowledgement. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's it's a it's saying that you still matter. You know, um, unfortunately, I don't get that. You know, I got to bring it back to me, and we we just got to get away from assuming that shit is sweet on social media yeah i post i do post i post you know i I do my regular joes post tweets you know i even post my family and things of that nature but it's like you don't know you know underneath all that i could be doing this shit to keep me to keep me from crying you know what i'm saying my life can be in my life can be in shambles right now but i'm still posting funny tweets because this is the only thing that's keeping me alive unfortunately um so you know just check on your check on your friends man check on your niggas so that's pretty much it with that um what i got next thank you all for listening to that i hope i hope you got something out of that segment that topic last week also there was a a sneaker convention um we gonna we gonna talk about these sneakers not even the sneakers itself but Meek Mill went viral um, last week. There was a, a sneaker convention got so I believe it was in New York, if I'm not mistaken, but I know it was somewhere on the East Coast. Meek Mill went viral. He was at he was at a reseller's table, <laughs> and the reseller was trying to sell him um, the Jordan SB fours. If, if, if as as y'all know, there was a pair. It's, it's white base shoe with accents of green and a gum bottom. It released, I want to say, kind of like at the top of the year, maybe late last year. Um, it's a dope shoe. Do I have them? No. I think the resale value, the resale value is up there. I think the resale is like around five. You know what I'm saying? Get like four fifty five, five hundred, five fifty. Nothing over the, nothing over that. Meek tried to um 
negotiate. That's how I look at it. Um, he tried to negotiate with the guy. And and he and this guy, he wasn't a black guy. This guy was a um he was you know, he wasn't white, but just a little inkling of a of a second that you did see him, he wasn't a white guy. He was more of like he gave me Hispanic ish. Try to tell a guy, Hey man, you know, you gonna charge me <laughs> gonna charge me five hundred, I can get this in the store. That's where he fucked up at. I can get this in the store for like three hundred, you know, three twenty five woop de woop. Um, why not, you know, this is bad business. Why not sell them for me? Sell them to me at a lower price and you know, I'll I'll hook you up with a with a commercial, you know what I'm saying, with the promo. Homie was like, nah, 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 five. I don't want y'all that five. You know. Me was like, you know, come on man, you know, um, if you show me love, you know, there's a possibility that I could spend more money with you. Homie was firm on his price. He was like, nah, 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 nah. Meek still winded up buying a fucking shoe from the dude. Nah, it was all it was all kinds of shit that happened in this video. You you could you could you could pick this video apart with with a knife and a fork. One, you can't you can't just walk in the store. In a consignment store, yes. You know, we got to read between what Meek said. You know what I'm saying? Um, And also, we got to know who Meek Mill is. Meek Mills is still of some importance. Some will say he's washed. I kind of agree with that. He hasn't put out music in, in a minute. Um, You know, some, some will say he's a dub. Meek, he never gave me, I'm a sneakerhead. He never gave me that. He he gave me, he gives me, you know, I'm, I'm a rich dude. You know, I like fly shit, but I'm a, you know, I'm going to be, I'm a one and done him. You know, he rides motorcycles. He rides motorbikes and dirt bikes and shit like that. He doesn't care about sneakers. Yes, we know he he can spend racks and racks and racks on Michael Mary's in a Louis Vuitton store and things of that nature, you know, but even that shit still apply. You know, he wear that shit one time and that's it. You know, he ride bikes and Michael Mary's and fucking Timberland boots and G-Nikes and things like that. He doesn't, he doesn't value sneakers. And I know that. So, and, and then there's, I'm going to get to the, the second video that kind of went viral. That should have went viral first to give a little bit more context as to what he was saying in the first video. Um, so that you know do i think that promo from meek would have helped homie's business knowing who we're dealing with right now knowing who knowing what meek mills is right now to us probably not i'm gonna keep it a being with you <laughs> you know what i'm saying but at the same time if you had show love to meek there would have been a strong possibility he would have spent the block back to your table and bought some more shit. That's how I look at it. So in in at first, and I still kind of stand on that, like I agree with Meek to some degree. You know, I agree with, you know, no, I'm not going to be crazy enough to give a, give a nigga a free pair of shoes. I don't give a fuck who he is. You know what I'm saying? But I... I am if it's somebody like me, me or Jim Jones, Fat Joe, Fab, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to show a little love because I know nine times out of ten, 
he not just shopping for himself. He's shopping for for his for his sons, for his people that he with. You know, dudes that's that's around him. Hey man, what size y'all need? This is out of third. Y'all got this. Y'all got that. Yeah, you know I'm saying. So what's one pair? Because you probably got a few more pairs of this shoe that you're trying to sell at this price. What's one pair knocking off a few dollars for? For a good possibility. No, it's not a guarantee, but it's a good chance. It is a good chance that I'm going to come back. You know, I'm going to spin this, you know, show me some love on this. Let me walk around a little bit, see who else does it. But I'm going to come back to you. Nine times out of ten, I'm probably going to come back to you because I know you show me love on this shoe. You might show me a little bit more love if I buy 10 plus, 15 plus shoes. You know what I'm saying? But the internet's tore me up. They said he was trying to finesse the guy, said he was trying to get a discount, said, you know, just all kinds of things. He's a bum, you know, get your money again. And this is a reseller. You know, this this is a guy who is not of the same race. Now, if this was a nigga, he probably would have been like, man, it's me. You know, I'm going to give him a little love or whatever on this shoe. Look, look, look how the way he talking. He don't know nothing about sneakers like that. He's not a Trinidad James. He's not coming in there with shoes to trade. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I'm going to show him a little love. I'm probably going to, you know, I need, I need to clean some of this inventory anyway. So let me see if I can sell him some of these Yeezys, you know, these 450s and things of that nature. You know, he probably got some homeboys, you know, get rid of this shit. You know what I'm saying? But this was a guy of not of the same race. So he's just about his money rightfully so um i took it to instagram to talk about this and i'll say it on here because i said on instagram that i was going to talk about this on here that both parties was right and wrong um now there's a second video of me at another young guy's table he he bought um the virgil blau air force ones the blue ones I think there was a yellow pair and a pair of Jordans. It was like a three, it was like a three shoe deal. Homie winded up knocking the price down. I think he, I think he priced the blue air force ones at like fucking, I don't know, 3,500 or some shit. He sold them to me for like two, you know, he, he knocked the price down on all three of them. And, um, and, and Meek was saying, he was saying and this gave a little bit more context he was saying i'm not paying thousands i'm not paying racks and racks on sneakers that i know for a fact i'm gonna fuck up you know as soon as i walk out this bitch i'm going i'm gonna get a scuff on them i'm gonna eat some get them on i'm gonna get on a dirt bike and you know when i get on a dirt bike it's over with you know so i need i need some some kick around joints yeah I'm, I'm i'm gonna get the flash it too but even like show me a little love on that because I'm going to be buying some shit. And that makes perfect sense when you have, when you know, when you have somebody like Meek. And there's a lot of niggas out here like that. You know, even me to some degree. I, not even to some degree, I am like that. I'm not going to pay over, I'm not going to pay a resale price of a shoe that I know, one, I may not wear a lot. And two, if I know I am going to wear a lot, then nine times out of ten, they're going to be fucking beaters. You know what I'm saying? When I know I could get this shoe for way cheaper somewhere on the site or online or whatever. 
You know what I'm saying? So it's like it gives it gives a little bit more context. Still, people ain't want to hear it. They still ate his ass up. You know, oh, he tried to finesse the, the first guy. And this is that and third. You know, now the second guy that he bought shoes from, did he give him a free promo? I really don't think so. Um, But him buying shoes from this guy was enough promo that he needed um because this guy was actually shown giving him the deal um and i think he did kind of like shout him out that first video when where he bought those jays like i said you could barely see the guy from that angle um so a lot of a lot of niggas was like oh well you know homie got a free promo out of of this video anyway he really kind of didn't you know what i'm saying now unless he had somebody recording that interaction the the actual video that went viral that was from somebody else you barely could see the dude so he really he ain't getting no motion i know for a fact he ain't getting no motion because if that was the case they would have revealed who it was on the on the sneaker blocks but they didn't so you know we got we got to use our heads man we can't just be like going that fucking meek man for some crazy shit now a homeboy of mine he he not even really a homeboy but you know this guy i was i've been following a fresh father he's in new york he gave a really good um perspective <laughs> you know um on that whole situation me because of i screenshotted and posted it because i thought it was i thought it was fucking good i thought it was good um and i quote Here's my take on that whole Meek video buying sneakers. Meek ain't nobody. <laughs> he also was lying. You can't go nowhere and get them forced for 300. Maybe a fake pair, but them joints are hard to find. 550 is the going rate depending on size. Apps I'm talking in person. Resellers know who know who to do that to and for Meek and do that for and Meek ain't one of them. Take that 500 and let him walk away. His promo would do nothing for your business. Meek ain't even in the shoes. Because if he was, he would have been had those they dropped in March. Stand on your price. I don't care who you are. This is my price. And if you're a celebrity, you def getting charged full price because I know you got it. Fuck out of here. <laughs> he would have never did that at the Louis store, which is that's 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 always a comeback line. Then you saying he don't know how to hustle while you trying to hustle him with a handful of money. Mad disrespectful. I personally wouldn't have sold him anything if he said all that to me. Now we really going viral because I'm turning your money down. I agree. You know, um, before I read this, I, I kind of like said a lot of this shit. Um, no, you can't just go in the store and pay 300 for for a pair of those. They're easily going for 500 Um especially in person we're not really even talking about like on the app on goat or StockX or grilled or ebay we're talking about if someone has a few pairs and they're trying to flip they're going to be asking for 500 550 all depends on the size um you know he took it he took it another level say i wouldn't have i wouldn't have sold him anything you know as soon as he tried to negotiate i would have been like yeah fam i'm good next <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, was he try? Was me trying to teach homie a valuable lesson? Yeah, no, you know, because you're not. He's he he didn't he didn't do a good job at reading the room, reading who who he was dealing with. Now, if this was a little kid, you know, because most conventions now the last few years they they've been young guys, they've been kids who who have tables. This was a grown man. So if this was a fucking you know twenty one. 
22 year old dude i'm sure he probably would have been like yeah i'm a i'm a knock i'm a knock something down for me man i'm a you know hook him up but this dude was a grown fucking man he probably had kids and everything so he gonna stand for him on this price 550 take it or leave it you're gonna leave it okay cool next <laughs> you know what i'm saying um now in that same convention jim jones went viral they they social media know what the fuck they was doing they posted jim jones video shortly after meek mill he was at this reseller's booth and this was a black guy homie quote with the air quotes homie gifted jim jones a pair of travis scott ones the mocha joints gifted listen to what i'm saying gifted like i gave jim jones a pair of travis scott ones travis scott ones are they were, were year we and we're in 2023 travis scott ones released in fucking i don't know 2021 20, 2020 you know maybe 2019 or some shit like that the going rate for a pair of travis scott they're in the thousands right now they're like you know three 3500 and i might be off a little bit i might be off by a thousand but they up there you know um but homie because of that homie got a promo you know he got a commercial jim jones bigged him up hey man this is such and such you know what i'm saying good dude good guy got all got everything that you need you know follow him follow fuck with him this is that a third he got this is that a third and you know everything now I look at Jim Jones like a lot of people look at Meek Mill. Even though Jim is a tad bit more relevant, Jim ain't nobody. Jim is a fucking 50-year-old man who still dressed like, he is, like, like he's a fucking 22-year-old street nigga. Selling nickels and dimes on the, on the fucking block. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and the key, and this, now this is a spicy take. To me, for me, Jim Jones cannot dress worth a shit. Sorry. So I'm not even going to take the word of a man who don't even know what the fuck he be wearing most of the time. You know, Jim Jones showed his showed a, a little bit of his sneaker collection a few years back. He didn't even know the name of a lot of shit that he had. You know, he's, he's such a New York nigga. You know, he pulls shit out like, oh, yeah, you know, these are the fives. You know, I, I forgot what they called their something, but, you know, they're the black and, you know, you got to have a pair of these, man. And just ignorant. Just fucking ignorant. You know what I'm saying? He he go, he go, he still, I do commend Jim for still shopping at, like, the local mom and pop shops in, in New York, you know, um, all the right and a few other stores in the city. Of course, Kith. And things like that but yeah i'm not out now i would not be giving fucking jim now if those travis scott's were real because y'all know there was a big controversy over travis scott ones if those were the real deal i most certainly wouldn't have gave jim jones a pair of those because nine times out of ten he probably got two pairs off the dump off the fucking dump 
And then two, if they are real and if they if they retail at the, if they resell at that price, you're taking a huge fucking hit. Like I would have showed love on that shoe. If his size, if I had his size and he was like, yo, man, how much you want? And I know my price would be normally be like four thousand for this shoe. I'll tell Jim, man, just give me twenty five. Give me twenty five, honey, man. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a hell of a fucking steal. Cause I think Jimmy is like a between like a nine and a half and like a ten, ten and a half. You know, he's he's he doesn't have like a large a large foot. Um, so I would have showed love on that. And of course that would have that would have had him more inclined to spend more money, you know. With me, like I was saying, Meek was thinking of the bigger picture. You know, but of course, niggas wanna clap back with, well, you know, they wouldn't be negotiating prices in Louis V and is it you're right. They probably wouldn't. They probably wouldn't. But we're not talking about what they would do or what they do in Louis V and in Gucci and in Versace and Fendi. We're talking about what they're what the fuck they're doing at a sneaker show, which is you guessed it, negotiating. That's what sneaker shows and conventions and expos. That's what they are. You know, you either go in there, you go in there empty handed with the intention to buy, or you go in there with a few pairs of kicks with the intention to flip or trade or negotiate some type of deal so you can get what you want. Like, that's what that is. You know what I'm saying? Now, if, if this was Trinidad James, Trinidad James was looking at the fours, you know, he probably would have been like, ah, well, what about, you know, 350, you know, 350 and, and, and I got a pair of these joints dead stock, you know, you want to do a trade and some cash or, you know, something like that. We, we, we wouldn't have a problem with that because that's Trinidad James. Again, we know who we're dealing with. Trinidad James is a sneaker head. He's a sneaker collector, kind of sore. You know, he puts out sneaker content. He's on a show that strictly talks about sneakers. So it's to be expected of him. If he was to negotiate this guy's price. Like, oh, wait a minute, man. 550 is a little steep for this size. You know what I'm saying? I got something else that, you know, you might be interested in doing a trade, you know, for the same value. Or, you know, I could put cash with it. You know what I'm saying? Like he he knows how the game go. Meek don't. You know, Meek Meek is a nigga, you know, and most niggas like that, like Jim Jones also, they don't look at prices. They don't value a lot of shit. Especially sneakers. You know what I'm saying? They don't value sneakers. And and Meek said that. You know? So I just wanted to chime in on that. That happened last week. Um try not to figure what happened this week. <laughs> shit um <laughs> what else we got what else we got um still talking about sneakers i'm just gonna get into sneakers last week the uh, cb94s charles barkley 94s dropped um i have a pair from a few years back and i say a few years back we're in 2023 i think the re-release of the retro of those dropped in 20 2022 2021 i want to say um 
they re-released again. I didn't get a pair. I didn't feel the need to get a pair because this pair is still in good condition. I'm a big ups to the folks who do who who did cop a pair. A sleeper, a sleeper shoe that I just got that I'm gonna buy another pair, same color and a different colorway is the Sacconi Omni Nine OG. I didn't even know it was an OG, but I copped them off of a uh, sneaker politics. Um, they were on sale for 80 bucks. It's a metallic silver with blue accents. Uh, true, true and true runner r- running shoe, dad shoe, if you will. I bought them for work. Um, yeah, I could have easily gone to Hoka or Brooks or, you know, uh, a higher number of a new balance. But I fucks with, I fucks with Sacconi. Like I have a few Sacconis in my collection. So I was like, let me cop these and see what it's hidden for. When I tell you maximum comfort, the Sacconi Omni 9, listen to me. I, I, I can always tell you a joke, but I never tell you a lie. The Sacconi Omni 9 is better than the Nike Vomero. Let me go and take a sip of this motherfucking Pepsi. Y'all, y'all let that marinate. Yep. You heard it. I said it. I'll even repeat it. The Sacconi Omni 9 is better than the Nike Vomero. We all know the Nike Vomero is the it's the issue right now. You know, I, I have two pair myself. I bought two pairs of Vomeros a few years back when Vomeros was just sitting on the website. You know, for 70, 80 bucks, I bought one of probably one of the most sought after colorways, the lime green. I got that colorway and I had the midnight navy blue. Um, they were never really comfortable to me. I, I, oh, and I, I love them so much, you know. Just recently, over the last year, the lime green colorway just started to get a little comfortable to me. Um, maybe because I just started wearing a little bit more and I changed the insole. But they were never that comfortable. Standing up for long periods of the time, walking, the technology is basuda. Basuda. But of course, you know, they're going to hit you niggas with the colorways and it's like, oh man, I got a hat of Vomero's. Oh man, you see the new hat Vomero's. They, 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 they killing us. They, they killing us with the colorways. But that price point is ridiculous. 150, 160, 170. Yikes. But when I cop the Sacconi Omni 9s, the Sacconi Omni 9s, the Sacconi Triumph 4s, um, and I think there's another model, if I'm not mistaken. But the tri- the Triumph fours are similar to the fours of look wise. It's a little similar, but they have more colorways of that. Um, but the Sacconi Omni nines, <sighs> you talk about Chef's kiss, bitch. Chef's fucking kiss. Since getting that shoe last week, I wore it all week. I didn't. I didn't switch out my shoes. Um, because I would go back and forth between like two shoes and then I worked both jobs. So I was a one day I took it. I, uh, I tested them out. I think that was Tuesday. I worked both jobs. My full time job, of course, that's a given. And then I picked up a shift at the second gig. So from 730 a.m. to five, and then I took them off. Um, 
and I drove in my slippers, drove to the second job, which only took, which only takes me about 20 minutes to get there. And I, and I sat for a while because the shift is started later, started like at seven. So I had like, you know, maybe like a good 45 minutes to an hour of downtime. Then seven o'clock come, my, my phone is buzzing, hotline is blinging. Um, then seven o'clock come, I put them back on. So, and then, so I'm looking at from seven to like 10 o'clock. So that's an extra like three and a half hours and feet did not hurt. Not once, not once. I said, Oh bitch. Oh bitch. The best 80 bucks I spent on a pair of sneakers. The best. I also bought the jewel, uh, air force one, the yellow colorway. Y'all already know that was going to be my next, like just shoe. You know, I bought that shoe with the intention to wear at the Beyonce concert <laughs> at the end of the month, next month. But it, the yellow is off on my Mifflin. I bought, I bought a, I bought a button up, a Mifflin button up. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to kill him with this combo. Man, I get the fucking shirt in. The yellow on the shirt is like much darker <laughs> than the shirt. I was like, oh fuck. Now I got to start from scratch. Um. But I think I may bust, I think I may bust some white, some white GD Wheaties for, for all you that don't know GD Wheaties is Air Force Ones, white Air Force Ones. Um, so to go back to what I was saying, the original Sacconi is, the Sacconi Omni 9s is better than the Vimeros. Um Next week or two, I'm probably going to buy, because it was only two colorways of that shoe, because it's OG. It's a metallic blue and red, and then it's a, I mean, a metallic silver and red and a metallic silver and blue. I got the blues. I'm going for the reds, um, and, I, and I might buy another pair of blues so I can wear out in the street, you know, because these are work shoes. So the intention is to beat these motherfuckers up. Um, so, yeah, I warm, and I even said that in the post, and a few people you know shout out to my my guy john he was like uh i've been telling people that you know because he sells them at at his store um at foster shout out to foster and metairie you know they they have a they have a, a really good variety of sacconis um he wanted us he wanted to have us the the brand sacconi in his store and he's like man we be sitting on the sacconis and sacconis is like the itch shoe for his comfort wise you know they still look good you know he he has he's always having to do price drops on them because they're just sitting and that's where i come into play and i be buying them shits because i ain't paying retail for them shits either um but the the sacconi omni nines i dig it off of politics um because politics normally does a really great job at price dropping a lot of things right away like when those white, when those yellow Jewel Air Force Ones dropped, literally like two weeks later, they were ninety bucks, you know. And then like a few weeks later after that, they were eighty bucks. So I, I of course, I copped those at eighty bucks. Um. So yeah, you know, if you want to do some more research, I don't know what size you you niggas is, um. But. If you walk, if you stand a long period of time, things like that. I know ASICs right now, there's a resurgence of ASICs runners, you know, the gel lights, the Kianos. And it's so crazy because all that shit I used to sell 
when I was working at Foot Locker back in the day, I used to work at this Foot Locker. And I think I may have said this on the show. I used to work at this particular Foot Locker in the Riverwalk. For all you folks know, the Riverwalk is the mall that's on the river. Um, and that, that store catered to runners. You know, people come down for conventions to visit tourists. So a lot of the inventory was walking shoes, walking and running shoes. We had a few, you know, casual shoes, casual tennis shoes. We had a few Jordans here and there, but everything was Air Max, New Balance, Sacconis, Brooks, Mizunos. Like I was selling that shit weighing... 2006 2007 you know what i'm saying like i didn't i didn't as a sales associate i didn't get a chance to sell jordans like that you know um because i was always selling new balance you know i was selling the, the 993s literally in 2006 i was selling 993s um and i didn't even know the significance you know i i, I remember trying them on i'm like man these just discomfortable but they look so ugly you know they're such a dad shoe because a lot of older white men will buy them because they were the greatest walking shoe they still is um so yeah that's what i was used to you know and, and then the asics that looks similar to a Sacconi omni 9 you know with the with the mesh and things like that the the keanu uh 14s and 15s and um the gel lights you know, and shit like that, learning that the higher the number in New Balance, the better the comfort. So, you know, you got your 900, 900 series, New Balance, you know, 990s, 993s, 994s. Um, and then you go into the 1000 series, you know, um, 1500s, 1080s, and you know, shit like that. And, th- and then they're all more expensive too. You know, they're just not, you know, then you have your lower level, which is your uh, fucking New Balance 574s. That's your more popular street wear shoe that everybody likes but it's not as comfortable you know like that let me get a bitch so i come from i come from that um and that was just to give you a little backstory like my my selling days i come from when i started when when the motherfucker took a chance on me to sell shoes I started out selling nothing but running shoes. That's why I know some shit about feet and tennis shoes and comfort. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I could sell you some Jordans and some Deion Sanders and, you know, things like that. But when a motherfucker asks me, hey, see, you know, I got a, I got a few homegirls that's like in the nursing field. And even one of my coworkers, um, she works, she's, she's getting back into working out and, um, you know, she's like, yeah, you know, I have, I've, I've had these shoes for a few years and I worn them and they're making my feet. Hurt. I said, well, you need to change your shoes, you know, um, literally like, you know, maybe not every, maybe not every three to six months, you know, because shoes are high now. Um, but if you can at least buy two shoes at a time, you know, and these are the brands to go for. Everyone loves Nike. Everyone loves Nike, but to keep it a bug with you, Nike is not the best when it comes to walking and, and even a little bit of running. They have some, some good running shoes, but them shoes don't last long, you know, so go for the Brooks, go for the Mizunos, you know, look into Hoka if you're going to be walking a lot. You know, even running, you know, they're more of a like a trail running shoe if you're running on a certain type of terrain. I'm, I'm you know... I'm I'm getting too much in my sneaker history bag for you niggas. You niggas don't want to hear that any fucking way. Um, 
So yeah, let me let me let me change the subject. Let me change the fucking subject. <laughs> um, we still gonna be talking about sneakers. This just came up. Um, and I really want to get into the music shit, but now that I think about it, let me try to look it up. It today is what Sunday. I want to say this came up at. I want to say this came up like at Thursday or Friday ish. I want to say it had to be Friday. Um, cool Kai. Yeah. Cool Kai. Um, the partner. The partner that that was partners with Cool Kai, David Weeks, um, and Nike settle a lawsuit. At first, the news came out that Cool Kai and Nike settle a lawsuit, but of course, homie, how I look at it, homie is taking a fall for Cool Kai, David Weeks, which um has his own brand. I forgot the name of the fucking brand forgot the name of the fucking brand i think it's um damn i can't think of the fucking name but it's it says here nike and kukai partner david weeks have reached a settlement and trademark infringement filed on august 23rd what this means in a separate lawsuit filed against weeks individually weeks is admitting that nike is an exact exclusive owner of the registered trademarks including in the lawsuit night uh this is from nice kicks nice kicks originally incorrectly reported that nike had won a lawsuit against kukai no settlement between nike and kukai has taken place and kukai is set to release a new air kai collection collaboration with the notorious big it's just crazy it's just crazy. So again, like I said, David David Weeks is taking the fall for the both of them niggas, and Kukai is still gonna be releasing shoes. You know, so it's like it's it ain't really a win, to be honest with you, because Kukai is still gonna be releasing some shoes. Um, but I I got a few posts from from this. I got a few shares from from this post. Um, you know, people, you know, homies was like, man, look at this shit. Look at this uh, again. Nike, Nike is still building the case. They want cool guy. They want him to stop making those fucking shoes, you know, um, but they, they working a little bit harder, you know, getting their legal team together to make sure that when the heat really comes. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's lights out. Um, now that I'm on nice kicks, De- Devin Booker de- debuts his sneaker signature shoe. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna hold you. Niggas signature shoes is not is is not signoring like they used to. You know what I'm saying? Um, kudos to the nigga man shit for having his own sneaker shoe. Brandon Ingram signed to signed to Jordan brand. Um. I mean, shit. Nick, this is why I like talking about sneakers, man. Because I, I, I get angry. Because it's like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm now. Nah, I'm just kind of slowing down. Cause niggas with fucking Sabrina 
I can't think, I can't say her last name, had her signature sneakers stolen. Oh, wow. These are pretty dope. You know, the the, the low the low cut basketball shoes are a thing now. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of low cut um, sneakers, but that's that's the new wave now. So, damn, B, I'm checking my fan, checking my FanDuel. Shout out to fucking FanDuel, man. I lost all my fucking money. I had had forty bucks accumulated and now i have zero because niggas in the discord is i'm in his discord as well i'm not just betting on my own on my own merit you know i'm in his discord niggas just be making up parlays and shit and just oh man I'm, I'm i'm gonna have to get i'm gonna have to get with my guy exclusive bets out in new york man because he he's a little bit more solid with the with the predictions Cause these niggas here, man, these niggas believe you broke busted and can't be trusted. Um, <laughs> I'm rambling. Um, so let me get to it. Uh, let me see. Is there anything else in news? Is there anything else? I think, think that I didn't write down anything that, that happened like this week per se this weekend. Let me see what did, what, what happened this weekend for me today, earlier today. Shout out to my mom. I gotta give a, a huge shout out to Nagin Net. She she um preached a sermon today at church. Um my mother is a ordained minister at her church. And she doesn't speak much, you know, like she's a speaker, you know, she does like the Sunday announcements and shit like that, but actually getting up on the podium and like preaching, that's that's not really her thing, but um, she was given the opportunity by uh, the actual pastor, Pastor Tyrone Smith, to speak. And, you know, I've, I've watched her the last like two two weeks, you know, get her get her thing together and figure out a, um, a topic or a scripture, find scriptures and things like that. So she killed it. You know, the, the sermon was was fire was flames. The sermon was about peace. Um Yes, I recorded my mother in church. Um, do I go to church? No, you know, I, I mean, I have my I have my beliefs and things of that nature. I, I did, you know, I ain't even going to say I put those to the side to support my mother. I just, you know, church itself, I'm just not the biggest fan of. Um, but, you know, I went to support my mother. Of course, my father he was there in attendance my aunt missy who had all the jokes <laughs> all the jokes and she sat right next to me texting me all of the jokes and my cousin ray and my mom's two best friends um who i call the golden girls uh the two miss beverly's they're both named miss beverly's they were all in attendance and you know she she damn near had a standing ovation you know the pastor stood twice while she was preaching so she did really really good it, it took it took a long long time and long road to get to where she's at i'm very proud of my mother um because my mother was she wasn't like a christian you know like that but you know she gave her life to the lord and things like that um about 10 years ago maybe a little a little longer than that um and she was never like a public speaking person, you know, um, but 
just over time, you know, studying and practicing and even paying attention to me. You know, I, I am the speaker. You know, I am a speaker. I know how to I know how to talk. <laughs> you know, I know I know how to use my words. Um, and I think that's just working a plethora of jobs and being able to code switch and things like that. Um, and pronunciate words and say them really clear. So, you know, she's she's watched me, you know, when I would do like relatives funerals and, you know, reading a program and things like that. You know, you know, she like that. And I just know how to read, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, that was today. And we went out to eat. Um, We went to I think I think I'm gonna talk about this. We went to Mondays. Mondays is a Larry Moreau establishment. It was my mother made a reservation for Mondays. She didn't know that it was a Larry Moreau establishment. I wish she would have told me that a few days ago. Um, but it was cool, you know, it was five of us and, um, we didn't wait long, even with a reservation. I think we may have waited like 10 minutes, you know, they wanted to make sure that the booth was clean and things. Um, the service was, was okay. You know, no, it wasn't like the best, but it, you know, it was, it was good for what it was. And the food was, was pretty good. The drinks were pretty good. Um, overall, at least from my experience, this was my second time going to Monday's. But my experience at Mondays, I'm going to keep it a buck. It it was about like a solid eight. It was a solid eight. It wasn't a 10 or a nine because it was just fucking hot and we were sitting outside. But other than that, you know, my catfish and grits, you know, was pretty good. If you're going to get the catfish and grits, I'm going to tell you right now, get the sauce on the side. Because <laughs> if not, they're going to drench them fucking grits with that sauce. And it's going to be very enjoyable. The sauce is good, but you it just be too much. Um, so I give, I give, uh, Mondays a good eight. Um, and yeah, we came back home and took a nap and, you know, got out the fucking sun because, um, Jesus, he, he's, he's been, he's been doing his big one with the heat, man. Um, today we, <laughs> today we hit another high of a hundred degrees and I think we hit it around like four o'clock, five o'clock. So we've been getting like 95 plus degree weather around this bitch the last month or so. Um, but it's okay. Because we have fought. We have lived to fight another day. Um, and what else? What else? Saturday night, I went out for some drinks with the homie. Um, you know, Joe's a little bit. whoop de whoop wop de wop And that's pretty much it. So that's pretty much it for us the weekend the music cc's music bag what are we listening to tell me now oh man i tell you um i don't even know how what what, what who i want to go who i want to go to first good music man the last two weeks i'm not even gonna hold you good music man good fucking music we are we are at a hour and 30 so we looking at like a, a two hour pod uh, which is okay I'm going to start off with Sierra. Sierra dropped the album um, titled CC. Um, I like it. I like it. It is. It's not. It's literally a seven, a seven piece tape. You know, she didn't give us a 14 plus um, 
track tape like she normally does you know she's always giving us an album that's like very long and lengthy but this one here is like ep style it's straight to the point she has chris brown um with how we roll she has for uh little baby um she has big frida like it makes sense it really makes sense i enjoy the album um do i have a favorite on here mm, not really but it's one of those it's a seven piece so you can kind of listen to it a few times you know on repeat um if i had to rate it i give sierra's cc album a eight you know and i'm a big fantasy i'm a very big fantasy like i mean we share the same name now spell it different but nonetheless you know um surprisingly and i think no i'm gonna I'm a, yeah go dame dollar dame dollar who is formerly known as um damn what what is this nigga's real name the fucking basketball player for for the portland trail for the for the portland trailblazers um dame something oh man i'm drawing blank because it's fucking it's getting late now but y'all know who i'm talking about he's a point guard for the truck for the portland trailblazers they they nickname him dame dollar in the league but he dropped the album that that, that is his artist name dame dollar he dropped the album called don dollar d-o-n and then dollar um I always knew I always knew Dane could rap. He he said that. He's he's always talking about that. This album proves that he could really rap. Like he's not like some ball playing nigga that, you know, want to be a rapper. Like it it feels like that was already in him. Like if he wasn't skilled at basketball, he would have been a rapper off the rip. 15 tracks good features rick ross um see sorry the kid he got lil wayne on two tracks um mozzie toby nguyenway uh fucking he got a few few names that i'm not too privy to he got ty dollar sign jordan sparks um i mean this out al- this album slaps it's a good rap album it really is it really proves that this motherfucker could really rap good production you know I, I don't know who you know where he got his beats from if he had a his own setup with like some locked in with with one person or, or not but it's a really really good rap album from beginning to end i really didn't and i ran this joint a few times while at work last week I really didn't have a skip, you know, as I really didn't find myself picking, picking, picking my phone out the pocket and skipping to the next track with this album. So, and that's, that says a lot, especially for, he's a new artist, you know what I mean? When you really think about it. So, um, like I said, he has, he has Wayne on two tracks. One of them, he is like, his name is on one of the tracks, the one featuring Lil Wayne and then there's another track I can't think of the name of it he's on it as well but it's it doesn't say you know his name is not on the track but if I had to rate it I give give Dame Dollars uh tape like a solid eight I mean it's a solid fucking eight man I'm not even gonna hold you um Dope Nation Ghana Piano 
Now, I y'all you now y'all know the little African kids that be dancing. I went down a rabbit hole on a page, <laughs> and there was a video that they was doing, and the song, whatever the song was, I was like, "Yo, this this is a bop." So of course I clicked on because they tagged the artist, and that's how you know I came across uh, a two man group, uh, Dope Nation, they rapper producers, um, spreading the piano, I'm a piano sound. So they got this tape that they released this year called Ghana Piano, seven tracks on here. Um, I want to say one of the singles, which is the, the song that on the Little African Kids video um, they played. It was Check My Zingo. <laughs> it's so funny saying it as opposed to like singing it. Um, but it's featured someone, um, Sar Cody. You know, if I'm saying it wrong, please blame the public school system blame the pu public school system um but nonetheless seven tracks seven piece i mean i'm a piano is like a a, a growing genre when it comes to buzz so i downloaded it and I'm, I'm thoroughly pleased with it so if i had to rate it I'm, I'm I'm giving it about an eight as well. I'm I'm giving out some eights. I'm giving out some eights. I want to save the best for last. Uh, so I'm gonna skip over here right quick. Let me see who I was dropped. Um, Sauce Walker. Y'all know that's my guy, Sauce Walker. That boy did. Uh, I ran it once. Sauce now, Sauce. He will give you. He'll give you two albums in one. Sauce Walker gave us 18 tracks. To be honest, I didn't even really finish listening to this album. I want to say I stopped at like, I think I may have only listened to like the first seven at most. Um, but everything else, I, toward the end, I can't even tell you what it sounds like. So hopefully tomorrow or Tuesday, I can really, you know, lock in with it while I'm at work and listen to it uh terrence martin and james fontleroy or cocaine 80s is what you know if you if you've been around long enough you know the, the okay player days james fontleroy's original artist name was cocaine 80s they dropped the tape nova ep six piece um i ran this a few times he got robert glanceborn here um chief ajua i think i may know who that is i want if if because I didn't really listen to this album either. Um, so I'm just reading the features. Chief Ajua. I, I'm a double check. But this name sounds really, really familiar. So I'm going to put money on that this is Christian Scott. I want to I want to say this is Christian Scott. Um, but yeah, these, these are the joints that I downloaded that I haven't really listened to. Terrence Martin and James Fallon Roy Nova EP, uh, Toro, Toro, why, M, M, a little, I can't ever pronounce his name. I'm always butchering his name. Toro, why, moi, uh, with Sand Hills EP, five, five piece. Again, I didn't listen to it, I didn't run it, but I did download it. So hopefully the next show I can give y'all a solid review on these. Quavo, Rocket Power, um, I didn't even know there was no 
promo or anything that he dropped something at least i didn't see it but it looks like he give us he, he gave us a lengthy album um 18 joints he got thug on here i see and uh, of course take off and fu- uh, future um he got a few joints with, with take off on here um rp to that man man so i can't wait to listen to this to be honest with you because quavo was never the strongest rapper out the group he was never the better rapper you know, he was literally the dead, dead last and the better rapper. It was always um, take off and offset. That that was like the better rappers. Um, Child is ma- major, first lady three. Um, and that's an EP as well. Five tracks. He has a uh, ombre on his joint. I can't wait to get into this joint. Russ. I think I talked about Russ. No, I'm not the biggest Russ fan, but I added the album to the library just in case the cover art kind of got me. Name of the album is Santiago. 12 tracks. No, 13. I'm sorry. 13 on this joint. And yeah, these are the albums that I'm going to be running this week. Saving the best for last. Saving the last. The last two for last. Victoria Monet. Victoria Monet, Jaguar 2. I'm giving it a 10. <laughs> Straight 10. Straight 10. Ballroom style. 10. 10. 10. 10. Very big fan of Victoria uh, Monet. I was just looking at. Uh, she's coming in concert in a few weeks. And um, I'm thinking about buying a ticket. Maybe two, but. I know for sure I'm buying one because I really want to see her live in person now. I'm a very big fan of hers. Um, this album is fucking great. 11 tracks. Lucky Day on here. Banju Bantai. Um, Earth, Wind & Fire. You have K. Trinata production with number four, All Right, which is a favorite song of mine. It's, it's a bop. Um, but all of the songs are like... You know, and of course, her her single on my mama. Ten. Um, number nine, stop. In parentheses, asking me for shit. That's that's like the, the girl anthem right now. Because um, I seen Scotty Beam talking about it. You know, cause she's very she's a very, very big fan of uh, Victoria herself. But um, yeah, I'm giving this album a ten. All the way, all the fucking way, man. I mean, Victoria is she's she's like that. She should have. It was some controversy last year for the BT Awards. She should have been on the actual stage as opposed to outside performing. Like the next one, if she's not if she's not performing for the BT Awards inside, let alone being nominated or winning a BT Award, niggas is gonna shake the table. Point blank. Period. So, Jaguar 2, and give it a 10. Last but not least, finally, 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 Mick Jenkins with the patience. Oh, man. Man, I just, and I, and I think I talked, I think I talked about this album um, when I was talking about Black Milk's album you know, in regards of like the releases and stuff like that. He released his album 
last week and i've been locked in with this album ever since um of course i still got my my rotation of black milk and Nas and um my playlist and things like that but mick is heaven and, and of course no name can't forget about no name she's coming to concert as well and i'm probably gonna go um but mick jenkins man when i tell you you can tell i didn't even know i didn't even know why it was a long um absence from mick jenkins it was because of record it was record label issues you know he was trying to get out of you know get out of his contract get out of his record label deal and things like that and you know he had did features uh throughout the years but for us putting out an album he didn't he didn't give us anything the last album that he gave us was um i'm about to tell you right now if i could fucking get to it shit fucking butterfingers over here was the circus no i'm sorry it was the elephant in the room and that was released in 2021 and then before that he gave us the circus which released in 2020 um so you're looking at you know a good like two and a half years you know of not producing anything and when i say producing i mean like really just putting out because i'm sure he was making music but he just wasn't able to put it out um but the patience you can tell I, I read I read a little bit of, of this article I think it was on okay player um it was an interview with him and he was just saying that you know talking about the album and you know how he had to learn patience you know he was trying to get out of this deal and you know the feeling of not being able to make music or put music out you know to feed his family and things like that and just you know get the ball rolling do shows and all kinds of shit or whatever like get active he he had he had to sit down you know, in order for for those things to happen, he had to sit down for a while and you can hear it. You can hear it in the music. You can hear the him letting it all out. He even said in an article, you know, you can hear the, the frustration, the anger. Excuse me. You can hear all of that. At least I did. I don't know about the rest of you niggas, but I did. Um, Freddie Gibbs, Benny the Butcher jid you got vig mensa on here um 11 tracks do i have a favorite of course i do my favorite is literally number one michelin star can't like the production man the the fucking production got me like the production has me in a choco i'm gonna have to find an instrumental to that and i'm not even a fucking rapper but um but yeah, like no skips on this. I'm not even going to hold you. Literally no skips on this album. It's no, it's no need to. You have 11 tracks. That's a nice, that's a nice size album. Um, give, I'm, I'm giving this a 10. I'm giving this a 10 because I'm, I'm just that big of a fan of Mick. Um, you know, I would love for a mick jenkins and katronata collab you know because they work really well together they have some track together from some years past um you know i'm i'm gonna make sure i'm gonna see on this album i'm gonna read the credits to make sure katronata which i i would hear katronata sound you know katronata has like this signature sound that he has um but yeah, I would love to hear another Katrinata and Mick Jenkins collab, a song or something. Um, but no, Mick Jenkins, The Patience, full blown out 10. 10. 10. That's all I got. 
that's all I got. And ladies and gentlemen, that is it as far as the CC's music bag. Um, you know, like I said, I'm still listening to, you know, my regular shit. No name, Black Milk Nas, Kinderman. You know, now I'm throwing Mick Jenkins in, in Jaguar and Jaguar 2, Victoria Magnet's album in there, Heavy Rotation. Um, and then everything else I'm going to, you know, give a listen to throughout the week. And of course, my um, Chef's Kiss 3. You know, I finally started the Chef's Kiss 3 playlist. It's going to be a while before I post that. I'm still getting it together. It's only a few, literally a few songs, a handful of songs, like 15 songs. I'm looking to make it maybe like a good 30, like the last one. So, um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. And now we're off to, because now we're at the end, got 20 minutes left. We're off to the, the small business segment. A uh, guy that I, I just started following some months now very very organic dre um business name is engineered by dre um young black young black man out of detroit he um designed styled for larry june you know i I believe he still does from time to time but he has his own brand I mean, it's dope. I I didn't get a chance to get the first piece that he dropped some months ago. Um, and it, but it's like, shit, whenever he does drop, he sells out quick, fast, in a hurry. But he has these shirts. And they, they've gone, they've done numbers. He has these uh, work shirts. And on the front, they have the, you know, what the name tag is. Um, they He has a shirt that says him. And then he has the, the women's shirts that say her. And on the back, in large white font, it says, I only want to work with friends. Powerful, man. Powerful. So he's been doing numbers with the, with this work with these work shirts for the last few months. Um, dope brand. I mean, he makes some other things, too. He makes, you know, uh, pants and jackets and hoodies and um, good quality garments. Uh, he, he released a chain wallet. Um, and, and also the dope thing is, you know, when you really look into who he is and, you know, uh, listen to his backstory, he graduated from college this year with an engineering degree. So he's like a young black man engineer in Detroit. How dope is that? You don't, you don't see, you don't see shit like that, especially an engineer. You know what type of money them niggas is making? Yikes. So big ups to him, man. Um, I followed him at the right time. A homegirl of mine, um, you know, I got hip to him through her, you know, and she was like, see, you know, give him a follow, man. You know, um, he's he's really about to kill it and things of that nature. And I was like, all right, man, you know, I, I, I trust her. You know, she's she's a homie where we influence each other. You know, if I tell her, hey, check out such and such, try this, she's going to try it and vice versa. Hey, see, I need you to go here. Check this place out. You know, um, fuck with this if you can't. And like, it, it's a hit. So um, shout out to Mariah, man, for that. And also, Mariah, if you're listening, I'm going to need you to get on your shit so you can put out your product because Mariah is a creative herself. She needs to stop playing fucking games lock in with a graphic designer so you can get these fucking hats popping oh um (laughs) so yeah small business small business segment goes to 
engineered by Dre, very organic Dre. Um, gonna put the link in the IG handle in the description. Please click the website, click both Instagram handles, his professional and his personal page. See for yourself, dope, dope pieces you know they're they're literally garments you know and and i don't use garments a lot when talking about streetwear um but it's good quality garments so and i know every now and then he might you know throw in a sale you know just to get you know kind of get rid of you know a few sizes that may have been sitting for a while but he tries to um you know keep it kind of on the exclusive with limited numbers mm-hmm so and I hope you all speaking of speaking of uh you know limited numbers, I hope you all checked out Superfly website and also uh Boulevard Etiquette. You know, click on those links, man. Click on those links because these are brands that you know I support. And I don't mean just shouting them out, shouting them out. You know, I've actually have pieces, you know, shirts and things like that from these brands, except for uh engineered by dre like i said he sells his shit out so quick it's like fucking jordans um i will have a <laughs> i will have an engineered by dre piece this year quote me on that um but yeah please click on these pl- click on these links man you just never know what you'll find what you'll see you know you may come up on a sale um you know old factory candles i i my my incense came in the mail a few days ago. I've been burning my incense like crazy. Intro and heritage. I'm probably gonna buy. I sh- I should have bought four, but you know I was like, nah, I won't do all that. But yeah, that's you know that's my thing. So every I've noticed every brand that I've highlighted, I've shopped with them. You know, um, and niggas always value CC's opinion. I come to find that out. I realize that if cc stamps it oh it, it's a for sure you're right on <laughs> shout out to keith lee oh it's a for sure you're right on like i said i bitch i'll tell you a joke but i won't tell you a lie <laughs> so that's it like i said i'm gonna put those links in the description also um like i said at the beginning of the podcast i'm going to be putting b nola's website in the description please check that out shout out to the black educator stevie alam um that's it folks that's it i I want you to to try monday is here again we can't help it you know y'all have a awesome sauce week weekend you know, I try to do the same. I probably won't be double dipping this week with both jobs. Um, so I'm just going to be sticking to one job this week. Um, but, you know, the brain never stops working. So, um, yeah. And y'all be safe and shout out to the listeners. Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, now I'm starting to look at the numbers, you know, at some point that I wasn't, but now I'm starting to look at the numbers now and I'm like, hmm, starting to get some traction. We're almost at a hundred listeners. Once I get there and I, when I say almost, I'm literally like at 95, 96 listens. So as soon as it hits that a hundred mark, then y'all can really start tipping the bartender now. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and actually like supporting like monetary, if, if, 
if you choose to. I would like for you to. Um, but if not, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. I, I don't need the money. You know, I'm not trying to quit my job and, you know, yeah, I want a fair for being an employee. Uh, <laughs> so when that happens, I'll make a post and if you feel inclined, tip the bartender. So with all of that being said, y'all have a good night and have a great weekend week and weekend and uh long live the joe snickers <laughs>